You're listening to Policy Room by SPRF. Hi everyone, I'm Akshata. And I'm Paris from SPRF. And today we are in conversation with Neha Simlai. Neha is the founding director here at Social and Political Research Foundation. She has worked for over a decade on sustainable supply chains, environmental safeguards, and how these interact with human development and public policy. In the last two episodes, Paris and I have discussed about sustainability in consumption and production. In this episode, we would like to know your insights, Neha, into the world of policy for sustainable consumption. So diving right in, what do you think is the framework in which we should think about sustainability? Is sustainability an investment? Can we think about it in that way? Well, thank you. I think there is an aspect of sustainability, which is uh, definitely uh, directs towards an investment, whether it means an investment in terms of capital that companies seek to actively combat climate change or environmental uh, destruction, or perhaps even reverse deforestation, uh, reverse or manage deforestation risk while promoting corporate responsibility. I think sustainability in the long term is definitely an investment. But in the short term, it feels very often to a lot of market actors like a cost center, uh, which it absolutely is not. And perhaps that's the reason why we're now beginning to think about sustainability sustainability, uh, especially in the sector where we're trying to think about sustainability as being a bit um, bit more than uh, just notional, as, but more, more about interconnected lives that we all lead, um, you know, how, how we are effectively being bound back into a sort of system of meaning that doesn't begin and end with human consumption. So I think Perhaps important to look at sustainability from that lens. I think also important to focus on uh, a larger global agenda set through the sustainable development goals, to look at proper governance and regulation structures, and also the the role that the political economy of sustainability plays in this context is something to to think about as you start deliberating on the idea of sustainability. Your question was more around the framework with which we should think about sustainability. So, you know, basic Google searches will help define sustainability for you. But effectively, you're looking at sustainability when you think about supply chains, especially in terms of what we have lost and what we can recover from. So we have effectively now lost a lot of the world's biodiversity, a lot of the world's fertile soil, a lot of the world's forests, a lot of the world's indigenous seeds and knowledge. And that poses an essential threat to our future survival as well as a, as a species. Um, and perhaps it's important to then think about sustainability in the context juxtaposed against that. And then thinking through, you know, a systems approach to what sustainability can mean in this context. Yeah, that's actually quite a holistic definition. As we discussed in a few of the previous episodes, there's this entire concern about markets not being able to function properly when it comes to green products. And we also discussed how consumers, even though they want to buy sustainable products, they don't end up doing so because of their affordability. So do you think there are any policy or government interventions that can correct markets for green products? I'm going to break up the question a little bit because there's the need for us to see how green products or sustainable products or responsibly 
source products really situate themselves. One, in the historical continuity of developing contexts, and two, in the larger global framework. A lot of the success that green products or voluntary certifications have seen has been in more developed markets. So let's say a market like Europe, which has been able to move to, let's say, certified sustainable palm oil. In a context like India or Bangladesh or West Africa or Latin America, that becomes very difficult because you're talking about nutritional access. You're talking about a generation which has perhaps just started, you know, accessing basic three square meals a day in that to to then demand for or expect consumers to make demands for sustainable products is often very difficult this is also these are also developing contexts which are only now beginning to access education only now beginning to access healthcare so sustainability is a little bit removed from these contexts which then means that that is why they're often considered weak because the deforestation risk or the climate change risk is global in nature and therefore is someone else's responsibility. I grew up in Lucknow. When we were growing up, I did not have access to a menu of options when it came to the kind of paper I could buy for notebooks. And quite honestly, the rice paper, uh, which was organically certified, etc., did not make for good notebooks to write on in school. So you never chose those. So sometimes it's, it's a combination of two things, the need for access and the availability of options, which is why green products haven't taken off in some of the largest global markets, which are developing contexts, India, Indonesia, West Africa, etc., so to your second question then about whether government intervention is the only way to correct markets, in some contexts it probably is, because unless the government uh, mandates uh, certain policy measures, no company is going to act on it. And uh, unless companies act on it, products will not be available on, let's say, a retail shelf, which means that consumers even interested in sustainable products will not be able to access it. So yes, in those contexts. However, policy measures typically are prescriptive. They allow for a sudden change in or a shift in behavior, and that's that. It doesn't really explain anything. And I take back from the, the ag mark example in India, which is the agricultural mark. Very interesting because the government built up so much public service uh, messaging around agricultural production before it went into the ag mark. Um, before it went into making consumers like you and me aware that, you know, if, if a product carried Agmark or even ISI, it was a better product that consumers were then willing to take to make a shift towards those products to say that, yes, the government is endorsing them. Therefore, they must be of a certain quality or they must be achieving a certain national goal, which is why I should buy into that product or support the way that the government is planning that. So in that, yes, policy measures do help. For long-term behavior change, of course, it is important that there is a sort of cross-sectional approach to uh, sustainability, which means that progressive companies, progressive consumers, and progressive governments come together to help create that need and that shift towards sustainable uh, production and consumption. All right. So... If government intervention is required 
to some extent to promote this market for green products then do you think that the indian government has paved the way for upholding sustainable consumption in the country by way of say uh, pushing demand for those products or for pushing supply of those uh, green products well the indian government has only recently started an engagement with sustainable consumption and production and this is also sdg 12 i think there are a number of existing policies that influence resource use at different life cycle stages however there is perhaps a need to achieve more resource efficiency and also manage entire product life cycle so right from production to end use and reuse or recyclability that is something that the government has only recently started engaging with niti aayog came up with some advisory in 2017 but i'm not sure where it's at as a country we're also now beginning to see what the implications for sustainable consumption and production mean for this economy and what the transition will look like for us so there have been smaller measures in specific sectors but no cohesive sort of overarching principle of sustainable consumption and production that the government has really endorsed or put forward it's also interesting how this plays out in the context of of water usage of waste management how it plays out in the context of programs like make in india and also what is the need for regulatory measures or market based interventions in terms of the stronger communication and outreach for sustainable consumption production okay so given that you've now described some of the interventions that the government has taken part in in terms of promoting sustainable production and consumption i'd like to ask you if you think a there's a lack of effort or there's lack of willingness on the government's end towards promoting these kind of markets and b are the current policies that you mentioned adequate enough for the the cause of sustainability um and it'd be really nice if you could tell us where exactly are we failing when it comes to these aspects and what we can do about it okay very interesting question and also very interesting use of uh, language because i actually don't think we're failing i actually think that when you think of the interconnectedness of issues and i brought this up slightly earlier in in our discussions right now how priorities are set and how priorities shift is a very critical component of governance so right now today where we are situating ourselves in in history is that we're in the midst of a farmers movement or a farmers agitation and just the way i say agitation or movement changes how you perceive it so is there a, a lack of effort or willingness on the government's end not at all i don't think so i think the government has had a, a number of priorities which take precedence in a context like india priorities like education priorities like health priorities like nutrition priorities like water management priorities like sanitation and that cannot at any point in time undermine the need for sustainability however in a country of 1.37 billion people the government is always going to prioritize its people over global priorities and that's just truth of the matter the government has continued over the years to make several commitments with respect to sustainability 
but very often we found that there's a need for greater inclusivity in terms of engagement with multiple stakeholders let's say some belonging to vulnerable communities there's a greater need for engagement when it comes to global audience i think also important to remember that india is currently leading at least two conference of parties one is i think on migratory birds and one is on land use and degradation which gives india as a country a great agency to make transitions towards more sustainable consumption and production when it comes to the commodities that we produce and when it comes to some of the commodities that we are responsible for consuming from more high conservation value regions there are also those various factors that are playing out in the larger global context on what india can and cannot do i think there is a need perhaps for the government to engage in ways where it can strengthen the implementation of existing policies it can incentivize green finance for example or incentivize companies that are already taking measures in their value chains to bring in sustainability and environmental protection but the trade off between economic development and environmental protection or sustainability is one that the government is best placed to do so at this stage we've also had a lot of discussion around the draft eia regulation which is the environmental impact assessment regulation as one that weakens environmental protection and theref- therefore affects sustainable development i think it's important that all development takes on a consultative process and that is something that the government is only beginning to see the value of so that the more you engage the more holistic uh, a pic becomes and therefore uh, allows for better legislation better governance and of course better regulation so this sounds like a very interesting perspective on how the government interventions could help lead the path for sustainable development but can you shed some light on what you think should be the strategy moving forward as you said that right now the priorities of the government are different So do you think that if businesses governments civil society and consumers all of us align together can we create significant impact in this space given that there are other priorities that are on the government's table right now Sure so I just want to put this into context one more time I think it's important to remember where we stand on let's say the global hunger index where india is currently i think in 2019 india was 102 out of 117 countries also important to perhaps mention that we rank 168 out of 180 countries on the environmental performance index given all of that there is a need for right now the government of india and also state governments to look at the thrust of the environmental challenges that are associated with a developing context like india how are we looking at everything even as demand continues to drive supply of unsustainable commodities but having said that i think there are four key stakeholders that are associated with any paradigm shift one is government and we perhaps lay far too much emphasis on government there is also media there is the end consumer and the primary producer and perhaps not enough emphasis is laid on the latter three 
where perhaps in India, if you look at on average number of stories that come out on deforestation or on environmental regulation, you barely see anything. I mean, there are a whole host of factors that go into that, but that also leads to consumers just not being aware of the impact of their choices which automatically leads to no change in demand which doesn't allow for a company even a company which may be otherwise interested in changing its value chain to shift so i think that there is a need now more than ever to address the lack of consumer action highly elastic demand and the absence of awareness around sustainability and it could be sustainable labeling or it could be cohesive awareness around sustainable production practices but there there is now a need for private sector governance with progressive multinationals who have global commitments there is a need for governments and there is a need for end consumers to sort of come together with those three pillars of engagement i think you know convening market and sustainability actors policy engagement and an increased uptake of responsibly sourced commodities there is a scope definitely for the larger uptake um, that will then in you know in turn create benefits of scale and reduce sourcing costs so coming back to the earlier conversation that we had around why are green products failing well green products are failing because they might be more expensive in which case the end consumer will not buy in which case the the retailer will not retail and the producer will not produce so how do you address that you address that by by ensuring there is a mainstreaming of an understanding at each level of engagement that perhaps has been missing from the narrative at least in the indian context suneha so what are your closing comments on the topic of sustainable consumption and production and what do you think our audience needs to know i'm saying that all effort should be taken in the larger context of the benefits that it is creating and should be built upon so today we are at x tomorrow we should be at x plus 1 and day after we should be at x plus 2 and that is perhaps the only way to increase the uptake of responsibly produced commodities that's the only way of shifting production patterns that's the only way of improving consumption patterns and that's the only way that we can actually build out sustainability it's not going to change overnight it's not going to change with the policy directive it's perhaps not going to change if you if if uh, companies fmcg companies put retail products on the shelf which are completely sustainable consumers won't net won't shift overnight i think this is a very long drawn out process and perhaps there is a need to work with multiple stakeholders at all points in time in order to be able to really tie into the good agricultural practices and the the good consumption practices and we also need to be able to then you know be able to bring sustainability from niche to norm all right i think that was the best conclusion that this podcast could have had <laughs> so thank you for that and thank you for giving us your insights into this matter and i think it it was quite enlightening and it also gave me and i think even paris a lot new things to think about and many more perspectives thank you everyone for joining us in this three part series on sustainability in consumption and production and see you next time <laughs>